You're listening to the Deep Spirituality Podcast, and today's episode is part two of How to Do Well Spiritually. Russ is sitting down with Mike, Cameron, Vince, and myself, Nathan, to talk about what does it take for someone to actually do well spiritually and take personal responsibility of their own walk with God. I encourage you guys to subscribe to the podcast so you guys are always updated on when we release new episodes every Wednesday. And please head over to deepspirituality.net for more content that talks about how to do well spiritually. We hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. Let's go to the next one, influences, uh, learning to think for yourself. So the, the first one was to do well spiritually, you've got to have transparency with God, which I think we, we worked that one pretty well. And then the second one is learning to think for yourself. Now, hopefully this is a little bit surprising to you guys when I'm coming to how to do well spiritually. I actually don't think most people think for themselves. Hmm. And that may go back to, Mike, your political issue, <laughs> people not taking responsibility. Right, right. I think most people don't think for themselves. So let me hit you with a few scriptures, and then you guys can tell me what you think. First uh, Corinthians fifteen thirty three, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Mm. Now that's about making sure you pick right friends, etc. But it's also about how easily the crowd can corrupt. If right. you don't think for yourself you're going to be easily influenced by whoever you talk to last. Mm. And the key to doing well spiritually is getting in the Bible, getting conviction, and then saying, okay, I know what the Bible says. I know what's true. I'm going to live by that. And even if somebody comes and tries to corrupt that view, I'm not that easily moved because I've learned to think for myself. I've learned to handle all the various influences in the world. And this is a great passage, Psalm 1. Uh, I, I love this passage for this Psalm one in the voice. I picked the voice translation, Psalm one, verse one through six. I'll read it. And then you guys jump in and maybe I'm surprising you with this one. Cause I didn't, I didn't give you this one right away. Cause I want to have a little spontaneity. Oh boy. God's blessings follow you and await you at every turn. Mm-hmm. When you don't follow the advice of those who delight in wicked schemes, when you avoid sin's highway, when judgment and sarcasm beckon you, but you refuse. For you, the eternal word is your happiness. It is your focus from dusk till dawn. You're like a tree planted by flowing cool streams of water that never run dry. Your fruit ripens in its time. Your leaves never fade or curl in the summer sun. No matter what you do, you prosper. For those who focus on sin, the story is different. They are like the fallen husk of wheat tossed by an open wind, left deserted and alone. In the end, the wicked will fall in judgment. The guilty will be separated from the innocent. Their road suddenly will end in death. Yet the journey of the righteous has been charted by the eternal. The NIV really does something special with it, but I think you get it. That verse Mm -hmm. one's the key. God's blessings follow you and await you at every turn when you don't follow the advice of those who delight in wicked schemes, when you avoid sin's highway, when judgment and sarcasm beckon you, but you refuse. So what we're talking about now is learning to think for yourself despite what the crowd may say, despite what people around you may say, 
being in the word and being unmoved, because that's how you do well spiritually. You're able to block out all the influences that say to you, don't pray, don't read, don't think about God, don't try to be spiritual. You block it out and you stay focused. What are you thinking? Uh, man, it, first of all, those are great, great scriptures. I don't think I've uh, looked at that last one. Uh, but it made me think, um, so I've, I got, I've, my daughter just turned one years old, so I've, had a, I've been a parent for about a year now. You're and, a vet. I'm a vet, so I'm teach a class. I'm pretty much set at this point. I think I'm good. But yeah, I think so too. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it's all downhill from here. For right, me. Yeah. One year old's conquered. Hey, wait till eighteen. Yeah. You're ready. Right, yeah, I'm set. And just uh, I, I watched the video, but uh, no, I was, that, that thinking for yourself is really powerful. And you know, not in a, first. Of all, I'm thinking of not of like an independent, like don't listen to anybody, right? right. Listen to God. But I, I mentioned the parent thing because. I feel like it, what's it, what it's exposed for me is like how much I've just relied on just lazy, uh, what's the right religious behavior thing to do. Even how I talk to people and find out, like generally there's, I can find a consensus with people of like, what's the right or wrong thing to do with my schedule, you know, my time, my, you know, what, how much I should like, how I should spend my next uh, bonus or something. You know, it's like, right. well, here's, I don't know. Those are yeah. whatever examples. Yeah. But yeah. with a parent, what I'm realizing the first time is like, wow, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about yep. how to raise mm-hmm. kids. Yep. Yeah. And for the first time I'm going like, you know, there isn't like some easy quote spiritual answer here yes. right? for me to just say, okay, well, this is the right thing. This is wrong. Like, oh, I have to formulate my own beliefs yes. about what I want to do for my yes. family. And that's challenged me because I'm used, I'm, I was ex- exposed to how lazy I am because I'm just like, can someone just tell me what the right thing to do is, please? So I can just go do it and not right. have to think. Now I have to do spiritual work about, you know, how do I want our schedule to be? Yeah. How are we going to sleep train her? How are we going to do her, her food? Yes. You know, doctors, there's a million things that, that, that we have to decide what to do and to not do it spiritually, right? Like to not like rely on God and to, I don't know what the wicked schemes one would be in this case, but there's plenty of people I can listen to. Um, maybe that wouldn't be helpful, and I have to be spiritual enough to discern what's actually going to be helpful. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. Here. I think he's saying, look, I mean, if you want to put practicals on, he's looking. Okay, number one, Matthew six thirty three. When you talk, when you're seeking advice, you want to get it from people who are seeking the kingdom first, right? And that's thinking for yourself. It most people don't go to someone who says, whatever you do in your life, make sure it's going to advance God's cause. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So, yes. so, so that's how you make decisions. The, the problem is, and I, 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 some of this I was taught early and have to, had to unlearn it. The problem is you don't want to go beyond that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, hey, seek the kingdom first. Do what's best for the kingdom. It, it glorify God. But, but there's that point where you get in there and micromanage. Like, okay, now to glorify God, I'm going to tell you the kind of baby food you need to <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. you know. And, 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 <laughs> right. and believe me, I've Lord known situations <laughs> where that, you know, that was kind of like I'm going you know, to tell you how long to make the time out for your kid. Right. You know? <laughs> and and it's, it's like, okay, that, that we were being taught to overreach. But I think, I think a lot of times people listen to influences that are bad mm-hmm. in that they, they're influences that take them away from God. Right. Yeah. And then they become independent thinkers when they're talking to people who are trying to draw them to God. Right. Yeah. Which right. is really, which is, I, I think you were alluding to. Yes. Go ahead, I for sure related to that. I think I, I've been on my own since I was 16. So I've done a lot of thinking for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so. Ben's so, got opinions. Exactly. And so I think, you know, I think more so to the what you just said to Mike, I think for me it was like, it was like more like how do I advance myself how do I do this so I can feel better with myself? How can I do better so that my life feels better or all around more holistic versus like, 
you know, Matthew 6.33, talk about invents the kingdom, seek the kingdom first. That's like the bottom of my to-do list. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so it's it's really, I think for me, I feel like I have the opposite, you know, because I'm not thinking about raising a kid or anything yeah. like that right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm on the other opposite, opposite of um, Mike where he's thinking, you know, how do you do that? I, I feel more so like, I feel like how do I change the way that I think of myself that's spiritual mm-hmm. or for myself that's spiritual versus how do I feel better about myself sure. daily? Yeah, right. You know? What do you, what do you, th- what do you guys think are the most powerful influences on our lives on a day to day basis? Just as we're walking through life, living life, what do you think are the most powerful influences? Can you name some of them? Probably emotions is the most powerful influence that okay. influences outside us. of you, outside okay. of your outside things of your, that make uh, me like feel people, better. Like. Outside of your body, outside of your mind, okay. ext- extrinsically, out, the external things. What are the most uh, powerful influences in your life externally? Spouse, spouse. Okay, yeah. what else? Work for, for me, expectations. Work. Mike said, "Work your yeah, job. job." Okay, the expectations of who? that of, of what of the expectation expectations of me by uh, the people, my bosses, my people who manage me, my, my parents, uh, the expectations. Let me, let, me ask, let, me, let me just throw in a, how yeah. influential do you think entertainment is on you? Oh, Highly. very influential. I, 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 so, so in when our I watch lives, stuff, I'm like, I want to be that person. I want to have that life. I, wanna, I, like, yeah, I, I think we <laughs> underestimate, like we name in all these things that, that, that I probably belie our... We're just trying to be deep, man. I really, I, well, <laughs> maybe we're spiritual, but belie our... our, our are, are we've been culturally churchified, right? <laughs> and so we have these answers that have automatically come. I'm not saying they're not true, but I think if you look at it, you mentioned one already, Mike, politics. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly influential. We're all a bit grumpy, yeah. regardless right. of what side of the aisle you're on. <laughs> we're all kind of yeah. grumpy and mad every day. Right. Just about, waiting for a fight. Just waiting for <laughs> Looking for something to punch even ourselves. <laughs> uh, uh, but what, what, so entertainment is huge. Music, yeah. movies, sure. they're yeah. a big influence. What else? No, I was thinking entertainment for yeah. myself, video games, Netflix. But what else? There's other things. Um, yeah, just news technology. Like Silicon yeah. Valley. We live in Silicon Valley. It's incredibly influential. Yes. I'm, I'm on just yes. how I think. I go to a coffee yeah. shop. I'm instantly looking at like, I'm envying everybody in the room. Right. who has got yes. like laptops and, and they're dressed nice. Yeah, and yeah. I'm envisioning their lives. And you know? in general, the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The car they own that, you know, when you park next to a Tesla, if you don't have one, you're like, yeah, wow, I man, I could be saving money for and looking good. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh the, the 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 streets you live on, the neighborhood you live on, what it's called. We're influenced by the crowd, mm-hmm. and so a lot of right. what I'm talking about here is I think the reason we don't well do well spiritually 99 percent of the time, our struggle spiritually is envy, jealousy, things that make us feel terrible about ourselves because we don't have it, we didn't sure. get it. You know, you drive by Stanford, and you go, ah, oh, I didn't go there. You know, <laughs> you, 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 you you know, you, you see you see a, a, a an athlete, you know. On television, some of these phenomenal guys, Steph Curry, and you're like, oh, man, if I could play basketball like that. You see a concert pianist, and you're like, now that guy's got the life, you know? And <laughs> right. I think we don't always think about the fact that the greatest influence on us on a day-to-day basis, pounding on us, is the world around us, the crowd. Yeah. The yeah, crowd sure. which says, you're nothing because you didn't go to school here. You're nothing because you don't own that car. You're nothing because by now you're this old. You're not married. You don't have a kid. Right. You, 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 you don't have money saved for your kids' education. Right. <laughs> you're not ready to retire. There's all these things the crowd is you're, telling us. You're always think, behind. You're always lacking. Always, always behind. Always, exactly. And I think yeah. half the time we think it's our spouse, our yeah. kids. It's not. It's the crowd screaming every day, you're not 
Whatever you're not. Even when right. you go to Stanford, someone's going to scream you didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> and, when you, yeah. and, 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 and if you say, I went to Harvard, they're going to go, why'd you waste so much money on your education? What do you think you're smarter than everybody else? I mean, it's just, it's, it's yeah. never ending. I think a lot of people don't admit, I know, I have to admit, like when, when Obama right. was running for president, I was like, ah, oh, man, I was going to be the first African-American president. <laughs> and people thought I was joking. I wasn't joking. I really, that was my plan, if possible. And so you, I'm seeing him doing it. I'm like, oh, golly, did I waste my life? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not Obama. It's the crowd. It's all the things. And I think a lot of times we don't ever go, oh, the reason I came home dissatisfied with my wife is right. – I was, you know, looking at some other guy and his wife and they're driving this wonderful car and driving up this wonderful house or don't look at Facebook. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I mean, I can I can speak on that a little bit because I, I think I'm, I'm definitely world lead all those ways where I want something I don't have, whether it's like, you know, for sure it could be Tesla, it could be a relationship, it could be anything or think I don't have what I should have by this age. And I think that scripture makes me think about it because it says like. I don't believe I can delight in God like that. I'm like, is that even possible? Like, how do, can you actually get that? And then, so when I'm reading, I'm thinking, yeah, it's all these things I don't have. Like, it's because, and that's why I'm feeling bad instead of like. Are um, you aware of it when it's happening? Well, I think it's something I've been figuring out recently because I'm like. Up till now, you, you're not always aware no, of it. No, I think I went 10 years without realizing I didn't delight in it because I think that's the religiosity. Well, no, yeah, not the delight part. Are you, are you, oh. are the influences? Are you aware? Do you, do you feel like. As you were going through life, you really weren't aware of the pounding uh, effect yeah. of the external influences. I wouldn't say I was really aware of it all the now, time. Now, why would you say you weren't aware? Because I, I think a lot of people, I think I, I don't think right. I always was. So I'm, I, I want to kind of get because well, I think it's so implicit. It's like you're, it's like wa- it's like washed over me almost all the time. Where I don't even the perspective. Like I have to get in like deep into like my heart and the word to even understand that. I think that's like until. A, I guess until or get like really broken or something about it because I like it as far as like mess up or something's got blow up in my life for me to be like how oh. did you how did you start you said you started to how did you start yeah. to get aware of those influences what happened yeah did, did, did somebody sit down and talk to you what, what did you yeah a lot of things have been happening I think I think people have been people have been talking to me uh, more bringing up truth in my life I've been kind of reacting uh, I, mm. I'm, I'm a reactionary guy I used to get in fights as a kid but yeah, now yeah. I'm fighting people verbal, verbally yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, people are like sure. what sure. Verbal, like, I'm just trying to help you man little verbal jujitsu yeah and I'm like and I think that kind of woke me up like because these are my friends I know they're my like I'm like yeah. I should dress like even by like girlfriend like you know like like there's been times where I'm just like oh why why am I you were wondering why she was ducking yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I why she was right Bobby like, Muhammad Ali? like I, I love this person but why am I responding but this see way? here's what's interesting right here's what's yeah. interesting that I think what you're saying here's a really really I really want everybody listening because I'm yeah. paying attention to understand you're saying. We don't already. We don't always see those influences. Definitely, not. and the, the problem is we all think we see them. Like right. I've noticed Good in point. my life, sometimes I'm like, man. I remember when I was like 35, I was like, I haven't done enough, I haven't accomplished enough. And right. there are people talking to me like, what are you talking about? <clears throat> and they would they would list off things. I was like, that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because I was I was I didn't even, I wasn't aware the world was influencing me and telling me, oh, you know, why haven't you done this yet? Right. And so I think what's important, especially right. for for those who are who are younger in life. In a way, they'll, you, you, you're going to always feel like, by now I should have done this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then people who are older in life, I'm one of those people, we're going we're gonna to get tempted to have regret and go, oh, man, I can't believe I didn't do that. And it's all the crowd whispering sweet nothings in our ear. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. 
the next one is streamline your life. It's about focus. Streamline your life. It's about focus. Are you guys ready? You're yep. doing great. We're almost we're almost done. If you're listening to the podcast, I don't know if we're going to break this down into two or not. We might. I have no idea. Streamline your life. Focus. Luke nine fifty one. First in the voice translation. The time approached for him to be taken back up to the Father, so strong with resolve. Hmm. Jesus made Jerusalem his destination. Then Hebrews twelve one. Therefore, then, and I'm in the amplified version. Therefore, then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, mm. unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us, and let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us. So the reason I mention this is because a lot of times when we're trying to do well spiritually, the reason we have a hard time is, one, we don't have strong resolve. Mm-hmm. We're not saying, okay, this is what I want to accomplish, and this is what I want to do. You know, they're talking a lot about Tom Brady because Super Bowl's coming up. But one of the thing is, if you ask the question, what is Tom Brady good at besides football? You have no answer. Because Tom Brady's not worried about anything. But <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And he's done for. that's why he is the greatest football player in the world. Look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan got done with basketball. He owns a team, but it's not like he's out there inventing cures or anything. He said, if I'm going to be great, I'm going to be great at this thing, and I can't be involved in doing all these other things. And I think for a lot of times we want to do well spiritually, but we don't want to streamline our life. Now, I'm going to mention mm-hmm. two things, and then you guys can make a couple comments, and we'll move on uh, to uh, what I believe is the last one. But I want to mention two things, encumbrances and entanglements. That's what I call them. Entanglements are sins that we get wrapped up into, and usually they make us feel guilty, and that's how they mess us up. But encumbrances are things you don't need but you have in your life. Hmm. Vince helped me clean up my uh, my little office space at my house. And it was amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm like a either a hoarder or a something. Right? <laughs> I, I'm not really a hoarder because I just don't like throwing. I'm a pack right. rat. That's the word. Collector. I'm a pack there rat. There you go. A, fine, a collector of fine things. <laughs> a collector of fine things. Well, what it is is I, 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 I stop using something and then I'm like, okay, I don't want to get rid of it. So I put it, I put it somewhere. Right. And it can be, it could be 10 years old and I still got it there. And when Vince was going through, I remember we were looking at some stuff and I was like, Ah, oh, should I keep this? That I agree. He goes, just throw that away. <laughs> just throw it away. And it was something about me that once I have something, if I haven't finished using it, I can't throw it away. It's like, well, wait a minute. It may be useful one day. I could use it again. But what it's really going to do is just sit there. That's an encumbrance. And I think there are a lot of times the reason we're not doing well spiritually is we're like, okay, I'll pick one since I don't like golf. I want to <laughs> golf. Okay, see, golf. You got to get up at five in the morning. You're not, you're not going to read your Bible and pray before you go golfing. Don't even try. <laughs> so basically what you've done is said, I'd rather golf than do well spiritually. Mm. And people don't like that. Well, you know, I could get up. I can have, I can do it later. You can, and that's totally fine. And you're not wrong to do that. But you are making a choice that says on that day, my focus is getting in golf. And I, it could be anything. You know, when I get up in the morning, there's things. I love to read the newspaper. And it's always a temptation to go, well, let me just check and see what's going on first. And I think if you really want to do well spiritually, you have to sit there and go, you know what? Tom Brady doesn't first go out and gorge on McDonald's (laughs) before he starts to get ready to play. 
that's why the guy takes care of his body because he's like, hey, if I'm going to be great and I'm going li- to play till I'm 45, I can't eat McDonald's. I've got to eat avocado ice cream, <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and I think a lot of times we look at Christianity and we say, oh, well, I don't really have to try that hard at it and I don't have to be disciplined and I don't have to give up anything. I'm just going to kind of by osmosis, if I keep going to church and bumping into Christians, <laughs> and if I, keep, if, I, if I read my Bible, then it's all going to happen. And there'll be some people listening right now get angry, like, well, you're not going to make me give up golf. I'm not telling you, <laughs> I'm not telling you have we to give up the golf. golf. I'm, yeah, I'm not telling you have to give up golf. I mean, I just pick golf because you have to get up early a lot to get to some of the links and play well. So I'm not saying you can't do that. And, and please don't mistake me. What I'm saying, though, you have to make choices. Mm-hmm. And all of us have something we'd rather do in the morning than spend time with God. We have something we'd rather think about than the scriptures, whether it's the Golden State Warriors, it's the New England Patriots, it's it's any number of things. What do you think? Yeah, I, I like that point a lot, especially like you mentioned the example with Vince helping you with the clutter. Yeah. Like to me, that that's a reminder that like, um, like I'm not the best judge of like what my encumbrances are. Yeah. Right. Like I'm. I'm not impartial, right? And so that's, that's where, right. like, my friends, my wife helps me out the most because I have lots of hobby. I have lots of things I want to do. I want to play guitar. Even I want to go like this. Me too. There's this infinite number of things that, that the skills I want to acquire, hobbies I want to just get into, and so I don't like accepting the reality that I can't do it. Especially now with like with the the kid, there's less free time, right? So I'm always finding myself in a position like, man, where did the time go? I just want to like get good at, you know, and so I just end up getting good at nothing because I'm just bouncing around all over the place. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm, but that's cause I'm emotionally attached to everything and I have my own desires. Yes. So I need, you know, Amy, my wife or, or you guys like to go like, look, these things need to go if this is going to be your first priority. Right. So I just, I just like that point, that example with the, the Vince clutter thing. Cause yeah. without someone else coming in and helping you with that, it's gonna be really hard. It's totally mm-hmm. true. Now let's move to the next point. Although let me get the golfers back. Golfers, <laughs> Golfers, you can totally play golf. You can get up as early as you want, and you can have a quiet time after you play golf. I'm not down on golfers. I should have picked something I like. But you know what? The truth of the matter is I don't like doing anything else. <laughs> I don't like doing anything in the morning other than what I do in the morning, which is I do I do read and pray. I just don't – I like doing that first. Oh, I don't like doing other things first. I can never but, get into golf, man. So. Yeah, well, golf's a good sport. I tried. I'm just – you know what? Full <laughs> disclosure, I'm no good at it. So people can laugh at me and go, yeah, of course you pick that. <laughs> you know, how about don't eat? How about don't Charles eat Barkley in the morning? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charles, I, yeah, I got Charles Barkley's beyond me. He's better than me. But please remember that because you may be discouraged about your spiritual condition, but you know what? To do better, you got to give something up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so let's look at the last thing. Effort. Spiritual work. That's spiritual work, which is about effort. Second Peter 1, 5. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. And you can go back and read all the way through verse 11. But what do you guys think about the idea of overall, when we look at the points we're making today, we started off talking about, you know, really uh, being aware of, of where you're at by looking in the mirror. Then we talked about the first thing we have to attack is transparency with God. The second thing, learning to think for yourself. Uh, the third thing, streamlining your life. And the fourth thing is the spiritual work. What do you guys think about when you hear spiritual work, Christianity, and doing well spiritually? How does that strike you? Uh, for me, like, as you're going through the steps and, or the different stages, you know, I'm like, I'm back. I'm like, don't listen to the crowd. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, okay. cause I'm like, that's like, that's basically where uh, I kind of hit a ceiling, I guess, you yeah. know, in my own relationship with God is the transparency. I can try to be working on being honest and like trying to work at that when I pray and really deal with my heart and not just like focus on my behavior 
But then, like, when you were talking about, like, the crowd and, like, everything, like, uh, whatever, washing over me and yeah. Cameron was saying that about, like, uh, you, we don't even see it. I'm like, I totally don't even see it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, and so I'm, I, I don't know. For me, like, That's I'm, cool. I'm back there because usually a lot of times the first thing I do in the morning is I want to check my social media. Yeah. See if people like like my stuff, you know, while sleeping. Or Once again, you bail <laughs> you the know? you bail yeah. the golfers out. Yeah. Yeah. See golfers, social media. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll do that or like jump on YouTube because I'm like I, you know, and then I end up envying the people I see on YouTube because yeah. like, they're just posting all like super cool, awesome right. adventures, you right. know, and different things that are going on exactly. and, and their their skills that they have that I want to develop and yeah. I want to get better right. at. Yeah. You know? Um, so I don't know. I'm back. I'm back. I like that. it. Well, you know, I, I, I think influencism is a really big one. And I think it's hard to talk about because as Christians, we are so used to Christianity taking things away from us or the, I'm talking about the religious side of it. It's always about what you're going to lose. I actually right. think Christianity is more about what you're going to gain, mm-hmm. but it's hard to appreciate what you gain while you're holding on to something and you think you're going to lose it. So I, pre- I just think we have to be aware. I don't even mm-hmm. think it's about you can't do anything. I just think it's about having the awareness of, am I doing this thing because the crowd is screaming in my ear that who I am isn't good enough? Or am I doing this thing because I want to do it? Right. Well, yeah. I think that that's sort of, that to me, that's one of the most profound things of even this discussion from these scriptures is that Christianity is additive, right? Everything is about growing, like add to your faith. Like I can just stop at like the faith part. Like, okay, my, my goal of being a Christian on earth is just to like keep believing and yeah. don't stop believing. You know, yeah. like that's, it's it's not a very inspiring pitch. Like, hey, you want to like no. be a part? Of it? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm saying like, where we try hard every day to like, you know, not quit. Not quitting Don't in stop the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not quitting in and of itself is like cool for like a a, a quote or poster or something yeah. like that, you know. But not like as a really for my whole life is just to try and like hold on to the yeah. to the bar, Keep you attending. know. But yeah, 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 exactly. But to the idea of like, oh wow, like I can actually become more of a good person. Like that helped me when I was you know, uh, studying the Bible, learning to become a Christian was going like, you know, I really wanted to be a good guy. Like I wanted to be right. a good, uh, roommate, boyfriend at the time and all these things. And seeing that I fell flat every time it was inspiring to me knowing like, man, when I get close to God, like things are just going to get better everywhere and it can keep getting better. Right. And so do, do you guys ever feel like the idea of working spiritually goes against the concept of like grace and that, and, and that kind of thing, or that the idea that Christianity shouldn't be work, that God's forgiven you, God's with you, so it shouldn't. Do you, do you ever feel that or no? I, I mean, I, I think I can. I'm being a ball hog, Vince. You okay. Well, I don't. I don't. I think. I think it depends on what side you're on. You know, what I'm saying like there are days that I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. You know, God's forgiving me. I can do everything. Yes. You know, <laughs> and then on the days that you're like, man, I haven't talked to anybody for a couple of days, and you're by yourself, and then you got a lot of sin holding up in your heart, and you're like, I don't. I don't know if I could do this. Yes. I want to quit. I don't want to hold on to a face. Yes. You know, so I think for me, like, that's, like, effort does, like, comes in play because mm-hmm. it's, like, spiritual work. The heart is, like, for me, like, you know, going back to what Mike was talking about, the, the drinking, the heart, I mean, the, the emotions. Yeah. For me, it's, like, anything negative feels just heavy. Yeah. I don't want to carry it. I don't want to go through my day feel that way. Yeah. And so, so that to resolve that, yeah, that's the effort that I think is really hard right. to give every single day. Wow. Mm. And so, I think that's why the scripture does talk about perseverance. Right. The scripture does talk about endurance. Yeah. Because I don't think this is meant to be easy. <laughs> you know. So now, why don't you think it's meant to be easy? 
Or anybody can help. Yeah, I, nope. I think this is all Vince. I, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think, I think for me, like I think, and maybe this is just the humanistic thinking. Yeah. But I've been growing up in my whole life not to feel anything negative, and so to change that in a matter of couple weeks yeah. in the matter of years yeah. is it's difficult. Can be hard. You know, it can be hard. Like, see, see, I think, I think, I think you just hit on something that's really amazing. And this last point is about spiritual effort. And the reason I brought up, I think there's a, and I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not claiming that I know everything about this stuff because I know I don't. But there's a part of, of there's a part of the culture within Christianity, I think, even if it's unspoken, which is I should be able through the blood of Christ to be okay and not have to be burdened with all this additional work. I thought when my sins were forgiven and I got this new life that I was going to feel better. And I thought right. it was going to be like, yeah, this is awesome. And, and I honestly think it does feel better, but yeah. I, I think that the, the challenge is there is nothing. And this is what you're talking about. There yeah. is nothing in life, nothing right. that doesn't require work. Exactly. But we somehow have put Christianity in the category of things along with eating ice cream. Right. You know, it's like, you <laughs> yeah. know, it doesn't take work to eat ice cream. I want to do that. Right. I eat it. Yeah. But we and I think we have to change that. And it's not that that we have to slave and, and, and feel no. terrible every day. We can be happy people. Right. But it's about gro- Christianity's a growth experience. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, I think it's I think it's a human thing, and we just yeah we we want Christianity to just be a magic pill, just like everybody else. You're talking okay. about weight loss. Okay. That's how people think about okay. it. Like I just want to lose this. Okay, but I think it's it, I know for me that's how I I got really discouraged and still can because it's just like oh yeah be happy you know oh yeah as long as you're happy whatever makes you happy like there's all yeah. these expressions and it's like really is that is that how we're living and I think I, I I forget that my aim is not supposed to be that so I like the the scriptures about the runner and all that stuff too because I think yeah we. I think it starts with faith and then you add all that other stuff. But sometimes right. I don't even know. I don't even believe that God is going to get me those things. And so I do have to start with faith and then add the goodness so that if I, if I'm going right. to want to even and, work at anything, right. I have to admit, I'm man, I don't believe God's there for me. I don't. And I think in Christianity, I think probably that's the case. Like people, you know, they want this thing, but they didn't want, did they really want God? Did they really want that yeah. in the first place? Or do they just want to be happy? Well, and, yeah. and that's yeah. like, like I don't yeah. know. cause, yeah. cause if, if, if it's about growth, right, then that right. implies like you're never done, right? And like I was watching, exactly. uh, I was watching John Mayer on Instagram, right? And he's just all over, all over the place on Instagram, and he was just doing a live thing, yeah. And he's flipping on, and he's like, man, I just, I, just, I, I gotta, I can't get this riff down, and he's just like jamming yeah. and just shredding it. And he's like, not there yet, right? And and it was really fascinating just to watch like thousands of people just watching him, just frustratingly trying to like do, right. like he's he's. Millions process. of miles beyond where I'm at, guitar playing, right? But he's like, ne- he's like, never satisfied. I mean, he just keeps going, right. going and going. And and some like, if you're trying to grow wherever you're at, and I found that too for me personally, like in life, even spiritually, right? Like, whatever I was doing uh, ten years ago, like it's right. different now. I have a, I have a kid, marriage responsibilities, like so we're we're moving forward in life, and we're adding to our life responsibilities. So I yeah. I need more out of my relationship with God to handle things that have grown. 
totally. even responsibility wise, you know, but, but even so like, like that scripture says, add to your knowledge, like unless, uh, or add to your faith, unless that scripture just stops applying to you at some point, <laughs> you know, like, it, like we're always gonna have to keep adding. Well, and that's why I say the words right. are possibilities or points of progress. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is God doesn't want us to settle. Right. I think he has dreams for us. I think he has things that he wants us to do that he knows we'll want to do. He knows we're going to be so, I, I look back at my life and I go, if, if, if someone had told me I would end up where I am now, I would not have believed it. Right. You know, I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in, and I've got, I've got different challenges or if you want to call them challenges, I don't know their challenges. They're, they're my life, special needs kids, that kind of thing. But when I look at, when I look at our family, I look at our life and all we've been through and the friends we've had, the people who have supported us, people who've forgiven us, the people who've, you know, been like, you know, either how you do it or why do you do it? When I look at the sum of it all, I think happiness is the relationships. Mm, happiness right. is the the journey with the people you love and you care about. Happiness is not the performance. Right. And so yeah, when you true. when you're seeking possibilities, when you're saying, whoa, you're telling me I could be this? That changes the whole conversation about work. Right. I remember when I started trying to get in shape years ago and uh, get off blood pressure medication, which fortunately happened. Um, I I was like, oh, man, I know what it's like to work. I did in, in high school and you know, playing sports and stuff. I don't want to be doing all this working out. I don't want to be doing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? and, I, and I hadn't done, done push-ups in a long time. And I remember I had to start, I've told this story before, I had to start with like, you know, okay, I don't want to feel the pain, so right. I'm going to start with five. And I said, I'll do a five push-ups, And I was embarrassed. I tell people I was embarrassed that that's all I was willing to do in a day. And I'll try to add, I think I decided I'd add one a week. Right. And I just kept doing it and I just kept doing it. And I got to the point where I could do, let me see here, um, easily a hundred, but I, I, I can't remember what I think I was doing 160 or something like that, whatever. Um, but when I got to the ones, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> Look at what I can do, but it started with five, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the possibility of getting in shape, and then after that, it became mastery. And then after that, I started injuring myself doing so many. And somebody <laughs> said, "You know, you need to you need to dial it back because you're not getting that at your age. You're not getting that much benefit out of this doing this many more push-ups than this many more." Hmm. The point I'm trying to make is that spiritual work is a joy in and of itself, whether it's five or it's 160. And I think today what we've learned is if you want to do well spiritually, you can't mail it in and just say, I read my Bible this morning and I prayed. And we want to leave you with this. When you read your Bible, you pray. Think about this. If I'm doing really well, that's a point of progress. Give yourself some encouragement. Reward yourself. If you see something you're not good at, that's a possibility. Get after it because you're going to be so much more. De-spirituality, that's our first really big time episode of 2019. I hope you're ready for the rest because this is going to be the weakest we ever are. Have a great one. <laughs> we hope you enjoy this episode. Be sure to check out our website at deepspirituality.net where we have devotionals, videos, and articles. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Deep Spirituality and click subscribe. You can also find us on all your favorite social media platforms. So be sure to give us a like or a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback. And of course, if you enjoy this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks for listening.